Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hello and welcome and thank you for joining us at Computer and Technology Radio. I am Mark Cohen, she is Marsha Collier, and we got a great free show for you today. We're going to be talking about Bitcoin mining and Elon selling his Bitcoin. Amazon buys a medical care service company. And wait, wait, Marsha had what this week? Hello, Marsha. What did you have this week? <laughs> yeah, I, I had the I had the Rona. I, the I, Rona. I, I, the Rona. Yes, I did. Um, oh. I know my voice sounds a little funny. Actually, it's a lot deeper. I think it could be sexy, it but could be. there's really nothing sexy about it. We got we got some other things too. Um, we got some Na- a NASA tip. Do you want to go to a NASA launch? We're going to tell you by the end of the show. Maybe. So yeah. Maybe. Don't miss that. It's very cool. So. All right. Corona. So you got Corona, and yeah, you did, I did. what about and, it? And I was vaccinated and boosted, and it was clearly the Corona BA5 version. As I learned when I was lying there dying in bed, <laughs> you know, trying to figure out what's going on, what kind I had and everything. Right. Uh, the new version, the really hot version that is spreading like wildfire, right now I know six people that have it from different circles that I know. And how do you know? Does the test tell you which one you Okay, have? so what I did is I felt a little off one day. And so I took a COVID test and it was new, negative. Uh, the next day I felt a little more off, but I didn't feel sick yet. And I took the corona t- test. I figured it was my allergies because, you know, here we are in L.A. and allergies yeah, right. are it, right? So yeah. I took another COVID test. It was positive. So I got on the horn immediately to my doctor who was in Europe vacationing. But <laughs> it was in- <laughs> great, right? There was another doctor taking over for him. And uh, it was interesting because the Paxlovir, that is the prescription that if you are at risk... Um, can be affected by a lot of different medications. Um, My primary care physician said that the pharmacy, if you get all your drugs at the same pharmacy, they have a computer that can run the drugs that you take against Paxlovid. But they missed a couple because I got this big warning about, yeah, this big warning about something. Um, So I had to cut down on one thing, and I called another doctor that I knew who, over at Cedars sinai who said, you're fine, just take it. Just take it, and (laughs) that's it. Okay, right. So the first two days, I slept pretty much through. Um, Props to President Biden. (laughs) Uh, Maybe I could have sat there for two minutes for a video interview with a lot of makeup on, but... It really, the tiredness is massive. The first thing you notice, just so you know, is a sore throat. And it gets worse. And it gets worse. And then when you get a dry cough on top of the sore throat, that really, really hurts. Now, I heard on one of the news media that, not a, this is not a sponsor, that uh, President Biden took Ricola. You know, Ricola. Um Cough drops, and I happen to have had some in the house, and I took them too, and it saved my life. The second night I was on Paxlovid, 
I woke up with a coughing fit. I thought it was going to kill me. Really, I thought I had ripped my throat Yikes. because nothing came from the chest. This new variant of COVID does not go in your chest at all. It's all in your head. It's all post-nasal drip. It's all of that above your neck. But that cough, oh my goodness. Seriously, I thought I'd, you know, I'd hurt something. I'd ripped my throat, something. Wow. But, but I didn't die. I went back to sleep. But that's my theory. I'll just go back to sleep. If I die, I die. What the heck? Oh, lovely. Um, and then well, I'd yeah, have to go I, look for a new co-host. And that's so yeah, then, trouble. You know, that's a problem. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't think of you. Thanks. <laughs> but anyway, it's uh, it, it's not an easy thing. But I will say that Paxlovid did work. And I took a test on the sixth day. You take Paxlovid for five days. And it's a combination of two different drugs. And man, it's a silo of pills. Twice a day, you take two of one kind and one of another. I'm not going into details because who can pronounce these drugs? Right. But I will say that one of the drugs was previously used against AIDS, which is a virus. Right. And if anyone has ever taken uh, Tamiflu, have you ever taken that? You know, I don't think I have ever. I don't think I've ever had that. Yeah, I I've is, always, but I don't think I've ever had it. Yeah, I've always taken it. Um, whenever I get the flu, which I rarely do, I would call my doctor and take that. And it's very similar to Tamiflu. Hmm. So, in other words, it just shortens the length of the sickness, and it makes it less less horrible. Yeah, that's but great. It, you know, everybody says, "Oh, it's so easy. It's just like a cold." Eh. Nope. Yeah, nope. no, you don't I mean, want it. You don't yeah. want it. You don't want the hot and the cold sweats. The fever wasn't that big of a deal. I didn't have much of a fever at all, but my body felt going hot to cold, which is weird. Usually right. that means you have a fever. I didn't. Um, Paxlovid, not everyone can get one. Uh, it's authorized for people ages 12 and over, older. You can look up on the internet. There are clinics as a matter of fact, I believe our governments made it in an emergency use that pharmacists could prescribe Paxlovid. I think that's right, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, look up if you're feeling poorly. Um, you know, obviously also if you have side issues, you know, something else. Uh, do look up if you can get it or call your doctor for sure because it made a huge difference. Now, I will tell you that I do have one friend who took Evusheld, which they are a transplant patient. As So, I mean, talk about having compromised immune system, right? Yeah, you're not kidding. And they were double vaxxed. They were boosted, the whole thing. They took Evusheld, which is supposed to be the be-all and end-all to keep you from getting COVID. And they're down with it now, too. They're on Paxlovid as well now. Wow. So okay. you only well, you have to take Paxlovid within five days of it starting. Uh, if you wait too long, it won't work. Um, I I'm pretty sure I had the BA five. I didn't. I had tons of muscle aches and the whole things, which could be a side effect of Paxlovid, but I think it was more flu-like symptoms. Also, if you have problems with your liver, if you drink a lot, 
as in alcohol. Uh, this may not be a drug for you because it processes in the liver. And it's a pretty tough, it, it's, you can feel the little bazookas going on in your body. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> They're exactly. fighting the war in there. So I recommend it highly. But it just, you know, no matter what they tell you, it's not just a bad cold unless, you know, you're a perfectly healthy person in their 30s. <laughs> Interesting. You know, well, I don't know. You know, we're glad you're on the mend and feeling better. And, and if anybody uh, has any questions, uh, they can DM me on Twitter, at Marsha Collier, and I'll send you links to stories that I, I found that give you a lot of um, information. But... I will tell you that the regular BA5 lasts, you know, maybe seven to 10 days. And I was done, I tested negative after five with the Paxlovid. So, okay. Well, good. I'm glad I don't have to interview for new people now. Glad you're, you're healthy and well. Uh, so it's been a, a bit of an eventful week, I would say, for Elon Musk, who is in court attempting to get out of his offer to buy Twitter. Uh, there are all kinds of stories flying around about how much it's going to cost him to get out of this. I've seen a billion. I've seen nine billion. Yeah, you know, and you were you and me. We aren't lawyers, right? So what no, do right. we know? I, I, you know, I've just got my popcorn ready for when yeah, the trial exactly. begins, right? Yeah. Because yeah, he doesn't have stupid lawyers. <laughs> no, Come on. no. Well, I hate to say that I, for the most part, if you're a lawyer, I'm sorry, but I hate 98% of the lawyers in the world. So, so uh, do I, unless they're my lawyer. <laughs> well, then they're perfect. Uh, right. You know, I agree. I totally agree with you. So, um, so apparently, uh, he has decided, Elon, that he is unloading, of course, his Bitcoin for the most part. Not of course, uh, this is Tesla's Bitcoin holdings. Yeah, right, Tesla's Bitcoin, right. Uh, they offloaded 75% of their Bitcoin, which is worth about $2 billion. Um, and they stopped, I think it was last year, they stopped taking Bitcoin to buy a Tesla. So they used to take Bitcoin to purchase Tesla, now they're not doing that anymore. And uh, it's very interesting, you know. he And I, it's interesting because I saw he cashed it out into right. traditional currency. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. You know, it's well, been but a... Uh, I, before we get into the Bitcoin thing, just remember that in mid-April, Elon sold uh, roughly $8.4 billion worth of Tesla shares. Right. Right uh, after he bid to take Twitter private. Yeah. But basically, it was because something contractual came up, and it was time for him to sell the shares, whatever. But so he's got $8.4 in the bank there for Tesla. So right. if they sue him and he has to pay a billion dollars, he still makes $7.4 billion. Yeah, yeah, he's got, it, he's got it available. You know, so it's very interesting. So he's selling, you know, Bitcoin, as everybody knows, dropped like 60, 65% over the last couple of months. You know, it made the stock market drop spectacular. It was only down you know, 20%. So uh, Bitcoin has been very interesting. Mark Cuban, uh, you know, we don't know much about his personal finance other than the fact that he was in, actively involved in uh, Voyager, which was the Bitcoin company that went bankrupt. And, you know, so it's a very interesting time for Bitcoin. And a lot of people, you know, I, I don't do anything that I don't understand. So I never did anything with Bitcoin. 
I never bought Bitcoin, never sold Bitcoin. I just, you know, I just don't understand it. Um, and it's going to be very interesting to see where it goes. Well, I told you, I told you before, the reason I didn't buy Bitcoin is I'm probably, me and five other people saw that little six point line on the top of the uh, form, the 1040 form where you file oh, yeah, your taxes. You to, that it's taxable, it said, right. check here if, <laughs> if you have own or have sold any cyber currency. Right. And I saw because I know that you make it very small because you don't want people to see it. Right. And the people that do see it, you're going to get, your return is going to be put on a separate pile. I didn't want that. And that's why I stayed away for it. But you found an interesting story about Bitcoin mining. Like how, how can I uh, start mining my own Bitcoin? Well, you know, it's really interesting. Uh, and I have to confess to stupidity early on with Bitcoin, where it said, you know, it's in fact, uh, Bitcoin mining is affecting the environment. And I went, wait, yes, I don't it understand. Is. Yeah, well, but what I, I didn't think it through initially. My initial reaction was, wait, they're digging Bitcoin out of the earth? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, what are you talking about? How does You're it so affect the environment? You're so cute sometimes. It blonde? was cute, I know. <laughs> I know, and, and yeah, and, and I admit it. I just thought, until I was stoked took a pause for a second. I said, Oh wait, electricity, you know, so, uh, Bitcoin is a major big electricity drone, Joan, uh, uh, when you're trying to get it, I mean, to complete a calculation that creates a 64 digit hexadecimal number or hash for a Bitcoin, (laughs) the hash, which we all, we all know the exact number of a 64 digital, uh, you know, hexadecimal number. Uh, I do know that, but what do you do with it? And where do you get it? Well, uh, the computer solves the computation. Uh, the, the, actually they have a kind of a contest. The the computer that solved the computation first gets a reward of 6.2 bitcoins or about a hundred, it was about $134,000 at that point. And then you have this crypto mining rig, which is basically a bare bones computer, has multi-graphic cards, GPUs, uh, and you have to have a very, very powerful computer to, to basically do mining. And they mine these rigs 24 hours a day. They take up a lot of power, way more power. They use than multiple the graphics cards, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, multiple cards. Um, a rig with three GPUs can consume a thousand watts of power or more when it's running, which is the equivalent of having a medium-sized air conditioning unit turned on. Wow. Um, and the, the mining business can have hundreds or even thousands of rigs in one location. Uh, uh, they run 50,000 mining rigs at one time. In China, there's a monthly electric bill of more than a million dollars in Jeez. one of their centers as it mines 750 coins a month. That's a well, lot of money. With the, yeah. yeah, but with the co- cost of the price of Bitcoin now, I I don't is that a wash? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean now it's definitely you know when it was when it was fifty sixty and this isn't just Bitcoin by the way it's any cryptocurrency. Um, you know a lot of the mining rigs have these multiple built-in computer fans. You can imagine how they heat up. Well, you know, don't they you, have to use a lot of air conditioning too in the room, man? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you remember the old days of computers right. back in the '60s, where you saw those gigantic. I still remember. You remember the scene in Willy Wonka where they used a gigantic computer to find out where the golden ticket was, and it was, you know, if the computer was like, you know, seven feet long. And I 10 remember feet high. the scene at my first job, which was they had one of those IBM PCs that had the card readers. Right. Yeah. And that's what this was. The, yeah. The room was had a subfloor 
where right. it was cooled from below. I mean, it was a hole to do this place. Oh, it, yeah. It spit yeah. out those little cards. Right. You know? It was and, hot. <laughs> well, they say they estimate that one Bitcoin transaction takes 14. Now, that's one. takes 1,449 kilowatt hours to complete or the equivalent of 50 days of power for the average U.S. household. So to put it into money terms, the average cost per kilowatt hour in the U.S. is close to 12 cents. That means a Bitcoin transaction would cost about $173 in energy. So I don't know. Well, Do the Bitcoin math. mining uses around as much energy as Argentina, according to the Bitcoin Energy Consumption yeah. Index. Right. And at that annualized level of 131.26 terawatt hours, crypto mining would be in the top 30 of countries based on energy consumption. Now, wait a minute. Aren't all the people who are like into crypto all into solar power and saving energy? Well, I mean, I don't know. You know, you, you think that it might be, but they're, remember, they're running these rigs 24 hours a day. So there is no solar during the night unless you have a backup battery. Uh, but for the most part, solar doesn't generate anything when the sun isn't out. So that makes so it a little bit more difficult. So they're contributing to the greenhouse effect. Yeah. Because of the burning fossil fuels in the Correct. power. Right. And then there's electronic waste because yep. broken computers, wires, other stuff, those cards. Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin mining's electronic waste is 34 kilotons or comparable to the amount produced by the Netherlands. Right. Exactly. So this yeah, is... So this stuff isn't green. This stuff isn't good for anybody except the person who doesn't care about anybody else. Well, right. And, it's terrible right, I, for the environment. Uh, you know, and the big problem, of course, is that for those people that were doing it, as you just said, yeah, you're making a lot of money mining Bitcoin when it's fifty, sixty, you know, thousand dollars a Bitcoin. Now when it's twenty three thousand it probably doesn't make the sense that it used to. So I so I turned off all my Bitcoin machines. You know, yeah, I had sure. like five hundred of them working. Honey, at home I know and, your I know your wife. She'd put up yeah. with that for a hot oh, second. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So so that's the the latest crazy story. Oh, about, speaking uh, of Bitcoin. which, um, I know that talking about the environment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I know that you have turf in part of your lawn. I do. I found something even better on Amazon, oh, and yeah, we tested it out. It's an organic green <laughs> dye that you put in a garden sprayer. You mix it with water. You can buy oh, the concentrate. Oh, I use that. And you, uh, we, wow, it works. <laughs> I did that. You know, it's funny. I did that. I kind of forgot about it, but I did that years ago, probably the last time around that we had a drought in California. So cheap. Yeah, you just spray it on the grass. It makes it look green. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. The fact no, that it hey. crunches when you walk on it to get the mail is another story. Yeah, that's story. true. That's <laughs> definitely true. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, but it uh, works. You got to remember that, Mark. If you need it anywhere, I tell yeah, I kind of forgot it. Yeah, no, it's a good idea. It was a little bit painful. I think I had a spray bottle in my hand when I was using it. No, you it, see, you the know. thing is, you use one of those like two-gallon garden sprayers, you right, know, that have right. the pressure sprayer. You mix yeah. it up in there, and boom, you're ready to roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a good. There's idea. no effort at all. No. All right. So Amazon is going to be getting into the medical business. They'll be acquiring one medical 
as part of their effort to get into that business. One Medical runs a chain of more than 150 primary care clinics in a dozen U.S. cities. Amazon's going to pay 18 bucks a share for the company. It's about just a little bit less than $4 billion. Uh, it's got to be approved, of course, by regulators. Uh, but they're getting into the healthcare business. And, uh, you know, they're going to have, let's see, medical care in eight cities, uh, Seattle, Arlington, uh, Arlington, Virginia, New York, San Francisco, and other major cities. And it's going to be very interesting to see how that, they're in everything else. Why not in medical? Well, two things. First of all, I'm looking at a picture of uh, one medical office. Yep. And the doctor is wearing a T-shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, uh, one medical's cost for primary care is 199 subscription to a modern okay. doctor's office. Does this mean a modern doctor shouldn't wear a white coat? I want my doctor wearing a white coat. I mean, that you want is him to one look like things. a TV doctor. I want him to look like a doctor. This yeah. guy I'm seeing in the thing, he's wearing khakis, a T-shirt. Like, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure in this picture who's the patient and who's the doctor. That's actually frankly. funny. Yeah. It, it's true. I mean, I, I like a little formality in, in my medicine. Just what can I say? But yeah. um, remember, though, that Amazon has that pharmacy. Yeah. Right. I've never I've so, never used that before, but yeah. I don't use it either. If I was going to use any, I'd use Mark uh, Cubans. Right. Because he's right. not spending money on um, marketing or advertising. It's only word of mouth, and his prices are incredible. They beat, oh yeah, they've been great. Uh, they beat everything. But anyway, think about it that you go here and Amazon owns a pharmacy. So they launched Amazon Pharmacy in 2020. They also have Amazon Care Telehealth Program. Mm -hmm. Just Google these things if you know, you're looking for a doctor or something. But acquiring one medical gives them an opening to be into primary care now. Yeah, And I really think everybody should have a primary care doctor. You need a doctor that knows your name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That you no, don't have no to walk in with a piece of paper with your with your history on it, you know. Right. He's got right. a file somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, you know, but, it was interesting. I, re I read an article recently about talking about the way your doctor looked. That virtually nobody since the pandemic, virtually no one's going back to wearing suits and ties. You know, to have that profile. You know, we all got used to working in our underwear. And people do not have any interest in going back. Now, you know, on the East Coast, wearing suits and ties to work are, are a little bit more prevalent than on the West Coast. You know, West Coast people are just, we're cooler, right? We don't need well, to wear I got to tell you, I went to a wedding, my daughter's wedding uh, in June, which was outside in a beautiful event. But when mm -hmm. I saw all those men in their nice suits and their tuxedos, well, oh, it's not great. I, yeah, I just almost got the vapors. They all <laughs> look so good. <laughs> but you know, it's nice to see people well dressed. Um, yeah. But it is, you know, but for doctors, scrubs happen to be the most comfortable thing in the world that you can wear. Oh, I'm sure. Just, I'm sure. I mean, you know, and you really don't even need a white coat if you have scrubs and your name embroidered on them, right? I mean, that right. looks official enough. Yeah, but exactly. this guy in this picture promoting this one medical, I don't, I don't know. Again, I don't yeah. know who's the patient, who's the doctor. I mean, I've stopped wearing suits to work years ago. Uh, you know, I, if I go to a wedding, obviously, or something like that you're talking about, uh, I host distinguished speakers, so I wear a suit for that. But beyond that, I really don't wear suits and ties anymore. Uh, and I think that's the, the average, you know, you look around, uh, my doctor doesn't get dressed up when I go to see him. My accountant doesn't Does get dressed up. Does he wear a white up. coat? 
Um, you know, I it's been a little while since I've seen him, so I can't. Well, quite you need remember to discuss now. this with him if he isn't wearing yeah. one, because they, they okay, need to hold up some standards. Um, but I I get dressed up any chance I get. If there is going to be a white tablecloth where I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to wear a nice dress and heels. <laughs> yeah, well, women still get dressed up. I think they, they're just. You know, my daughter gets and my wife. They both get dressed very nicely. Even if I'm in jeans and a t-shirt when we're going someplace, they're in you know dresses and whatever. So, uh, uh here's a little hint, Mark. Mark, yeah. little hint. If yeah. you wore a just just a button-down crisp shirt, yeah, they will love it. Just do that. Hmm. You can wear your jeans. And I don't know if you have foot problems. I guess you could wear your sneakers. But yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, yeah, that's why I wear them because of you know. Yeah, but they would be so impressed. You were a little pair of faux Gucci, Gucci loafers, but a crisp oh, okay. white shirt. Really, a woman really, really likes. And you know, you can have it hanging out over your jeans. It is, yeah, but yeah, it, it's a little bit more formal. A t-shirt, you know. In Vegas, they call them the T-shirt squad. Yes, they right. do at <laughs> at the casinos. Okay. But uh, yeah, just ratchet up a little. Tell me next uh, when it happens if it made a difference. Well, the next time I go out on a date with Jennifer Aniston, I will get dressed up. Now, so do it I for wanna... your wife. Do it oh, for right. That's wife. what I meant. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, yeah. Okay, what is the deal with solar for balconies? This this is cool cool beyond belief <laughs> so a woman a ukrainian woman and they have a twitter account it's at we underscore do underscore solar okay so you can check their twitter account and you can use the links on their page to see they have invented solar panels for apartments their vertical solar power panels which are specifically designed to be mounted with weatherproof straps onto balconies cool and you don't have to be tech savvy to use them did you did you see the pictures and the thing i said yeah i'm looking at it yeah yeah i mean this is brilliant now if you're in an apartment again and you can't connect you don't want to monkey with the apartment's electrical system yeah right um you just get a battery that's what we have in case of emergency. We have a right. humongous battery with two 200, uh, what are they called, volt solar panels to mm-hmm. pull out if there's a power thing. Um, and, but they're lightweight panels. They weigh a kilogram each, which is not very heavy. They no, plug no. into a standard power outlet, and the microinverter pushes the power into the home's grid allowing the panels to power home appliances instead of the normal grid. So you plug this, I, I, I don't quite get, so you take this panel and you plug it into where so that you get the power? Um, a plug, a standard power outlet. Well, you, yeah, electric, but then how does that generate electricity in your apartment? Well, if I knew that, I would have invented oh. it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, all right, but <laughs> for, somehow it God's works. Sake. Yeah, but somehow it works. You can also, like I said, like we do, you can buy a huge, big ass uh, battery, right, and plug it into something like that. So you don't, you know, if if you don't want to go into your building's power supply or whatever, um, this is brilliant. And yeah, that's really cool. They're focusing on the EU, and an eight-panel set costs 
About 1,300 euros. And since the euros are even with the dollar, it's about $1,300. Or comes as a free rental model for electric vehicle owners in exchange for CO2 certificates. Right. Because they get credit over there in the Europe's for, you know, being being green. But this is brilliant. And we underscore do underscore solar is on Twitter and follow them. It's just fascinating what they're doing. I think that's great. Kudos to them for their uh, technology and their understanding. And yeah. Yeah. And it was done by a young woman from the Ukraine. That's great. Glad to hear that. Okay, it is now the time where we search the universe, the planets, and Woot.com. Yes, that's right, Woot.com for the buy of the week. Thank you, Paul. This is just this is really a terrific buy. Um, if you have a TV that is, is not a smart TV, and a lot of people still have, not everybody has gone out and bought and upgraded to smart TVs, we've been talking for years about the Amazon Fire Stick. The Amazon Fire Stick, which comes with Alexa voice remote. Um, but but wait, it, but wait, I want to throw into what, agree with what you're saying. We have smart TVs throughout the house, and we also right. have Amazon Fire Sticks on all of that because data leakage, if you're going to use these different apps, you know, to reach right. the different streaming services, uh, they're monitoring your data. So since Amazon already knows, because what you've got, right, right, right. And then we have Alexa and all that. Um, we use the Fire Stick and put the apps on that, so we can plug it into any TV, any smart TV. And at this price that you found, there's no reason not to do that. Yeah, and I mean, also kinda... you can grab it, and if you're traveling on a vacation, grab it and just plug it into the TV you're at. Oh yeah, it's real easy. You're 100% right. I mean, it comes with the latest uh, 50% more powerful than the last generation. It's full HD, includes um, Echo Voice Remote with power and volume buttons. I uh, never has, do that. Uh, I mean, you can't, and I don't really do that either. Uh, home theater audio with Dolby Aim, uh, at, I think it's pronounced Atmos, uh, Dolby, Dolby Atmos. Uh, there's tens of thousands of channels you can get on this, like Netflix, YouTube, Prime Video, Disney+, Plus, Apple TV, 500,000-plus movies. Um, and that comes, you know, a lot of those come with your Prime membership. And it's really, really a good deal. So, And you can also listen to music, by the way. You can stream Amazon Music, Spotify, uh, Pandora, all the other different services. So you can get this now. It's available on Woot today for $19.99. But wait, there's more. If you put the code SAVE4, S-A-V-E-4, at checkout, you get another 4 bucks off. So basically you're paying $15.99. The list price of this is $39.99. So you can get all the streaming you want as long as you have a USB plug on your TV. And most even even if your TV wasn't a smart TV, it's very likely you probably have some kind of uh, uh, HDMI. Yeah, here or, in, my, or in my office, I have a cheap, cheap, cheap Amazon TV. I mean cheap. Cheap. My computer monitor is bigger, but then I have a humongous computer right. monitor. But I have a fire stick plugged into it. So, you know, if there's any breaking news or something when I'm working in my home office, I just turn it on. And yeah, I don't exactly. keep it plugged, any of it plugged in all the time because I don't use it all the time. And I save energy that way. Yeah, exactly. Now, this is, this will be, we post our show Sunday. What time do you post the show, Marcia? Crack so o'dawn. 
of Sunday. Okay, so it's going to be available through Sunday. So if you're listening to us on uh, when we first download, you can pick this up. It's uh, it's available for two more days, and it's a really great buy. Again, Fire TV Stick uh, available for fifteen ninety nine with the code Save Four S A V E number four, and enjoy. And that is our That's buy nice. of the week. Yeah, so I, I the next news story is something I bet you never thought you were going to hear again. Yeah, it's really Total annual CD sales in the United States increased from 483 million in 2020 to 584 million in 2021. It's yeah. a one-year increase of 20% and 100 million in overall sales and it's on on record to go even higher in 2022 and why is that? People want their own music back. They want to right. listen to, they're tired from everything I've read on the internet. They're just tired of being fed music. Mm-hmm. You know, because basically that's what the deal is, right? You go on Spotify. Okay, we know you like this kind of music. We're going to feed you this. But yeah, right. people are liking their own music. So go figure who's the smart one. Um, Microsoft got a hold of this and you're on windows i don't know why i'm not on windows 11 i have to see if my computer's something inferior or something i don't know what the story is but uh windows 11 you may have this already in update you do have the new windows media player yep you do did you notice that you can rip cds or i did not look for that no, I haven't. Yes, you at- can. Yeah. It's Windows 11, build 25158. Will once again allow you to rip a CD into an MP3, AAC, FLAC, and ALAC within Media Player. I think it's great. And hey, now you can get your own music back and make your own playlists. I think it's spectacular. And interestingly enough, a lot of new cars still come with CD players. Right. So, you know, which is a little surprising that, you know, they they have not gone to all streaming services. But, yeah, uh, I'm looking at my Windows Media Player right now. It says burn. One of the buttons says burn. There you go. So, uh, yeah, you there can do you that. Go. Yeah, so you got to well, have Windows, like Marsha said, Windows 11. Also, the only thing uh, on the streaming, that's Windows 11 build 25158. Um, somebody we knew rented a car that had screens on the back of the seats and they figured this is great. So we can do stuff for the kids and the whole thing. Well, the internet on the vehicle didn't work so great. So they figured, okay, well, we'll go to the, go to the gas station, get the cheap CDs. Right. They bought a bunch of those and they got in and there was no CD player behind the screen. It relied solely on Wi-Fi. Right. Which doesn't always work when you're out driving around. Correct. And it was not a cheap brand. I'm not mentioning the brand, but then how ridiculous. Yeah. And as you said, the only caveat to burning CDs on your computer is that you have to have a CD burner on your actual computer. Right, but you can buy those on buy Amazon them, right. very cheap and connect I'm it sure. with USB. And yep. bada bing, bada boom, you're into making your own music again. And uh, so you now for your for those of you who don't know what, you know, when people growing up, they used to make what they called mixtapes for their 
their girlfriend or boyfriend. Right. And it was, they were cassette tapes and they put, you know, your favorite love songs on it. Well, now you can do that again for your favorite love person. Burn a CD with all the love songs uh, and give it to your uh, Or actually or do a workout playlist with music oh, you yeah. actually you like that nobody's picked for you. Exactly. So yeah, yeah that's, that's great. very cool. So very the next cool. thing is an announcement, a public service announcement. Um, hanging in my office, I'm a member of NASA Social. Mm-hmm. I have been to several launch events at JPL, not JPL, Kennedy Space Center and that one in Texas, whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I've been to several launches and several events. Um, being part of NASA Social is incredible. And because everybody is my friend, I want to let you know uh, the deadline for this, you have to apply, would be mm-hmm. Tuesday, July 26th. If okay. you're interested, now they don't pay for anything, but yeah. they get you in. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool. They will be launching the Artemis, the which will be an uncrewed flight test to send Orion around the moon and back to Earth over a six-week mission to check out systems before crew fly aboard on Artemis 2. Yeah, that's really okay. cool. So this and the Artemis missions will land the first woman and the first person of color on the moon next in Artemis 2. So this is a stepping stone. What you get, you get to tour NASA facilities at Kennedy. And let me tell you, when you pull that rental car, because you have credentials, man, you get to go on there. And you're on that road and you pass by that vehicle assembly building, which you do get to tour. I stopped the car. I started crying. I mean, just, they tell you, they tell you, don't stop your car and take pictures. I mean, it was everything I'd ever dreamed of. It was every. I mean, I'm I'm welling up right now. It is That's so nice. cool. You meet and interact with subject matter experts. You get to meet people on the astronauts team. Um, yeah, yeah. Other social media <laughs> influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the dead. The event um, is on. Can you help me, uh, Mark? It's the launch is slated to take place no earlier than August 29th, 2022. Now, date is subject to change. And if you have ever been to Kennedy Space Center, the weather really fluctuates. So you have to leave yourself a little extra window. And you have to apply for this by July 26th at 5 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Um... All applications will be considered on a case-by-case basis. This does not mean you get a plus one. Anybody who wants to come, uh, if you want somebody to go with you, you better <laughs> better have them apply too. Um, be sure to follow at NASA Social and at NASA Kennedy on Twitter because that's where you'll get all the news for that. And there's links on their Twitter pages to the application page. And good luck because... I love being a part of NASA Social, and I am going to be on it for that next moon moon run. Man, am I going to be on it. <laughs> I want to yeah. do it so bad. That, that is as- not go to the moon. I want to be there because standing there when something – I was at one of the last shuttle launches, and the vibration and the sound, and it's just unbelievable. I've been to so many launches. The scale of everything is more than you could ever imagine. Duh. I can't tell you how much I love NASA, how much I love space, but being part of NASA Social is just amazing. Yeah, and as we, you've been talking about this, I've been filling out my application. 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's really cool. I'll finish up doing it when we're off the air, which was not too far from now. Uh, should we skip ahead to TV at this point? We've only got about five minutes left, I think, of the show. Well, real quick, let me just tell everybody, real quick, um, if you're a big fan of The Office, Lego has come out with possibly the most detailed set I have ever seen. You saw the picture, Mark? Yeah, it's fun. Uh, yeah. It's an incredible set based on The Office. It has all the characters, 15 to be exact, I believe. And it's gorgeous, and it comes out October 1st, but it's on pre-sale on walmart.com. It has even the little mug that's famous from the show. It's about $120. I'm sure you're going to love it. Um, Fun. Yeah, it's exclusively being sold on Walmart's website, So, and it is called The Office Lego Set. Yeah, that's fine. I never got into The Office. My wife watched it. I think my daughter watched it. Yeah, that's what makes it. There you go. That Buy yeah. that as a Christmas gift for your daughter right yeah. now. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I fun. did because I knew a couple of uh, people who are really into it. She will, I promise you, it's got the world's best boss coffee cup. It, it's got yeah, all I the saw characters. That. That's cute. Really cute. It's, buy it for your daughter. I promise you. Of course, me. you got you to want to be able to put it together. Because it's a lot of work with to, to put together Lego things. Yeah, you have so, a little wine. Yeah. Little, whatever, whatever you want. It's called Lego Ideas, The Office, uh, 21336 building kit for adults with 1,164 pieces. But if you're into The Office, you're going to barrel you're like through it, this. Yeah. You, yeah. You're going to do it for two days straight, call in sick, you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm not sure I would have, uh, have a some wine while I was making a Lego. It's very intricate when you're putting together these Lego kits. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe it'll melt you out enough that you don't get frustrated when you're trying to figure out what part goes into A or B. So, uh, okay. Let's so talk what's just new a in must-stream TV? Well, uh, Better Call Saul's had a terrific season. Uh, it's coming to the end. This is its last season. So if you haven't seen Better Call Saul or you have seen, not seen Breaking Bad, I guess at this point you kind of watch Better Call Saul, then you go into Breaking Bad. Um, that's available. Are you watching uh, either of those? Or have Yes, I, I am. I'm, but I have this thing that I like more than one episode to be sitting there. Yep. So I can so wait watch as many as, yeah, as many as I want. Um, right now, I had recorded the entire um, 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 the thing with James Spader, uh, Blacklist. Oh yeah, it's a great show. And I'm now in the season prior, and I okay, am enjoying because I can watch one after another after another. Fine. It's on my DVR, and I love it. I have so, to say, yeah, we all got Kelsall. yeah, we all got a little accustomed to Netflix and and you know and binging TV. So now when a lot of the services don't let you binge, and you got to wait till the episode's over. Okay, where's the next one? Oh, well, shoot I gotta wait me a now week. with Apple Plus TV with the For All yeah. Mankind. I have to wait another week? Are you I know, insane? What is wrong with them? What what difference does it make if they just drop it all at once? What It's not like they're you know showing you ads when you, yeah, they call exactly. you back every week. I don't get it. Yeah, I know. Uh, Mention the uh, one of my favorite shows, I think maybe of all time, and I'm afraid it won't be coming back, is The Orville. It is such a... Smart, I watch that. What wonderful. is it on? What do it's I watch? On, I'm on uh, Hulu. Hulu. On Hulu. Yes. Right. Now we're binging the last season of that. So it yeah, is a I like to wait for that. Wonderful, 
Very smart, very well done, and yes. the acting is terrific. Um, they came out with Resident Evil on Netflix, which is the Resident Evil 474th showing. It's okay. Nothing I would rush out to watch. But well, you know, old... I'm I'm done with since the pandemic. I'm done with watching anything negative. So yeah, how is no, the old man? How is it's the old excellent. Man? Just okay. excellent. Uh, it's okay. with uh, Jeff Bridges as a former CIA agent. Again, that's one that you can't you can't binge. It's a weekly show. Uh, John Lithgow is an <laughs> FBI agent, and he's one of the world's greatest. Well, how about if I let them stack up? Uh, you, well, you have to do that. Yeah, yeah. it's I'll on. Do. Yeah, the old yeah. man is on like episode six now of maybe okay, eight. Okay, so I could like join that. in. That would be fine. That would be yeah. two sittings of binging. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I did watch a uh, just streaming new movie on Netflix with uh, Sandra O oh called Mamu Mumu Mamu. It's a horror film. Didn't love it. Uh, I think you could probably pass on watching that. And uh, boy, that's our sound. That's it for us for the week. So as always, thank you for being with us. Appreciate uh, you having us here and for listening and have a good week. We'll see you next weekend. And if you catch the Rona, take care of yourself. Get lots of rest. That'll help you heal a lot quicker. Stay away from people and eat healthy. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen on Computer and Technology Radio. See you next week, we hope. Click the subscribe. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.